Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I am Josh. I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 188, Power Rangers Zio, episode 33, Revelations of Gold. It aired October 3rd, 1996, written by Shooky Levy and Shell Danielson, directed by Vicky Brana. Uh, the old Shook and Shell connection is back, and I'm worried. <laughs> Historically speaking, it does not bode well, well for our enjoyment. Uh, that does not bode well. The title of this episode. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. And that does not also... bode well. Some bad omens going into this one. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, then we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, and then we come back and get this. We talk about it, and what? you can follow along if you have Netflix or the DVDs, and uh, maybe jump this one. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be about. We'll don't, let you know after the break if you should watch it or not. Don't, yeah, maybe don't watch it, but don't skip like this episode. No, listen to us. I we're think gonna that's be implied. We're going to be hilarious. We're going to be hilarious. We're going to be charming. Probably other good adjectives. Yeah, but fun. definitely. I hope we're fun. I'm trying to be fun. We're going to be fun right now because we're going to go watch Revelations of Gold because it's Morphin Time! <laughs> We were not fun. Nope. Here, okay, let's um using only one word, and I will also use one word. Okay. And at the same time, at the same time, we'll say our word oh, okay. to describe this episode. Okay. All right. Ready? On three. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan that. <laughs> but guess what? I was gonna put my hand up and do it that way, but it would have given it away. I didn't want. I didn't <laughs> want you jacking my swag. <laughs> Uh, you, this is a fart sound. <laughs> this episode was a fart sound. Morphingrid.tumblr.com slash heyjakeandjosh.com are our websites. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and air quotes Google Play. Yeah, from uh, what I've gathered on Google Play. You can get new episodes from Google Play, but if you want a past one, it gets pretty dodgy. <laughs> it gets a little tricky. <laughs> Did, is that what Raymond said? Is that even on this? I think we talked about it on uh, on, 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 Pokemon. on Pokemon. Well, yeah, we talked about it on Pokemon because of how bad the Morphin Grid one is. But I think new episodes are going in. But like, whenever a new episode goes in, other old ones disappear. It seems real weird. I don't know what the Does heck's Google going Play on. have like a five episode limit? No, because it's like random, like 133 and 134, some some weird numbers just like, no, 180, 184 and 185 disappeared when the feed updated. I, so Google just was like, I don't like this episode. And this like, episode's not for me. And like all of season three is missing. <laughs> like guys, we try to be like fun. Like I don't think Google should judge us like this. I don't, I don't think that's fair. really being harsh on us. It's just, it's really unfair. It makes me very sad. I'm going uh, to email them. Dear Google, Dear you have, Google, your hey. actions have affected me in the following ways. Google, get it together, get man. Get it together. If I it, I mean our podcast. Just put it all together. It's, it's all page. there. It's an RSS. You don't have to take it. You don't have to do anything. Uh, anyway, we're also on Patreon. Patreon.com. That's Hey Jake and Josh. And guess what? We got some new patrons. We're going to thank them right now. Let's do it. We got two. First up is Steph. Thank you, Steph. And the newest one, which is like yesterday, is Ryan Wahlberg. Ryan Wahlberg, thank you so much. Uh, also, I want to give... to 
You're gonna have to get me in on some of those wall burgers, right? I gotta, I gotta oh, try you, that. I gotta try that wall burger. He hears that every single day of his life, <laughs> and unless he is of the hey, Dover Wahlbergs. Hey, I did. I did the "What are you selling?" joke to Alan, and look at our relationship now, right? That is true. So- <laughs> that is true. Um, I also want to give like a like a huge shout out to Matt, uh, patron zero, for bumping up his pledge for a little while while he has the the fungible assets to do so just to basically like because the the two hundred dollar goal was staring him down and he just took it upon himself so if you guys want to like if a couple of you want to give five bucks so that he can like bring his his back down <laughs> it's thank you so much matt that it's, it's yeah that was super generous that was of you. very cool of you uh and, he's, uh, and we we got your suggestion, and we're doing it first in ab- honor. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he sent us a very nice email, but that's ours. That's you don't get it. <laughs> this is for us. Then we got another email. We got two emails, so we're gonna go over right now. All right, let's do it. Um, did I talk about Patreon enough? I feel like I covered it. Yeah. Uh, no, so, you always talk about Patreon enough. Okay. <laughs> so we got two. I will go in uh, in descending order from newest to oldest. So this is from Dave, who said, "Sorry, it's been so long since I wrote." Here are some thoughts I've had for the last little while. I can't believe Tommy fell for the same trap again with the arrowhead. This is <laughs> a little farther back. You would think that he would learn by now not to give up the more give up the powerful items to the bad guy after return of an old friend and the one where he gives the chocolate coins to Goldar. Like, because <laughs> they had to plan for Goldar. Right. Take, they were like, he's going to steal it. Let's just do this. Like, you think Tommy would have learned from the time that they did it right. You know, you make- said chocolate coin, and now all I can think about is eating some chocolate coins. And I don't think they make them until Christmas. I've never seen them in the wild except for Christmas time. They might. You know what chocolate coins are real good? Those Harry Potter chocolate coins, because those are like actual chocolate and not like right. leftover runoff chocolate <laughs> that I still <laughs> really is, love. This is all the waste chocolate. Yeah, it's like they skim the crap chocolate <laughs> off have, the top. We have all this extra chocolate. I'll just make some crappy coins. I'll throw them <laughs> in a sack. Pour it in these. Put them in the foot of a stocking every yeah. year. It'll be great. Every year. I eat them every year. Yeah, I, so do I. I, I love them. <laughs> Next up, I think you guys are giving a little too much flack to the Zeo Ultra Zord. Uh, it looks like any Megazord could fit in Pyramidus. I can just see in my head the original Zord sliding in there and Dragon Zord standing on the back with its finger missiles. Um, <laughs> I agree when you said that. Yeah, well, now that's cool. all I ever want. That is very cool. My problem is I just wanted to explain in-universe why it fits specifically these Zords, though. <laughs> Unless it is like any foot-shaped Zord. They might just be here. like rectangle compartments. We don't get a good look at them. That's true. In my head, I was like, they're they're but, specifically for these, but you're right. It might just be like a little dock. Even if they are just rectangle compartments, these particular Zords fit in there nice and snug. Yeah. So I don't see how the Tyrannosaurus it would have to like be on its side. Unless Billy building the Zords is something we are supposed to have forgotten about, and the Zeo Zords have just always existed. Maybe. And so they were formed together. I like to think the Zords are just like. They just are. They weren't built by anybody. They just came to be because they were needed. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. I also like the idea of someone, like, putting together a Zord. I don't think Billy can do it by himself in a garage, in, like, a mountain garage in the Oahu. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe the, no, I don't want to, I don't want to bury that one. We'll forget it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Next up, sorry this sorry this one is too spoilery. I always like the theory that the project Billy was working on was the Blobble Powers. Well, Um, that's what I just was going to not spoil. Okay. Even if he didn't get to finish them, or even better, if he was working on even farther down the line on some of the Space Ranger stuff, Andros does say that he had been a Ranger for two years, which puts it around Zeo. That's 
pretty neat. Um, also explains why Zordon was o- Zordon always seems to be absent. Maybe he's talking with Andros. Oh, maybe. I had never considered that, and I kind of like that. He just made the screensaver on his tube just his head floating, <laughs> yeah. so no one could tell he, he was just, not like, there. He just paused the projection, and he's like, he, good enough. Oh, do I want to spoil that, too? He definitely knows Andros. Yeah. I I think Andros at one point just says, like, he gave me the power. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Well, like, you guys have to wait for In Space. Anyway, Zio is one of, if not my favorite seasons, so I'm really enjoying hearing your guys' thoughts about it. Talk to you later, David. Uh, thank you so much, yeah. David. Uh, it's, uh, Zio has been very fun so far, and I can't wait until next episode when the bad stuff of this episode is kind of brushed under a rug. Um, yep, but we forget about it until it like peaks back up at the end. Yeah, but... eh, whatever. Uh, and the next one, this is from Matt. This is from Patron Zero. And he says, well, now look what you've done. I've been spending every waking minute thinking about the Canadian Rangers and their polite adventures. <laughs> so here's a rundown of everyone's favorite Sentai adaptation. Yo, Hoosiers! <laughs> this odd entry in the series adapted of the very Canadian Sentai series of the same name and added a decidedly anti-American angle to it. With the inclusion of the villainous Uncle Jam, who is a blatant monstrous XB of Uncle Sam, <laughs> along with a spoiled, excessively Americanized Canadian teen who is clearly meant to pass for Justin Bieber, Uncle Jam set out to capture the Canadian city of Maple Peg in an effort to procure maple syrup for his waffles. If you're Canadian, I just want to say these are Matt's views, <laughs> not mine. Yes, Matt's views do not directly reflect the opinions of us here at the Warford. Yes, uh, though they are very funny. <laughs> uh, it's okay. One of my best friends. Also, if you're Canadian, you're not offended. You're, just, you're too polite to be offended. Well, I mean, they can still be offended. They just won't voice it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I should say that one of my best friend's wife is Canadian, and I, there's nothing I wouldn't say to her face. I constantly ask her just to say borrowed because she says it borrowed. Borrowed. And I, I just like, every, I'm like, hey, just do me one quick favor. And she's like, borrowed. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I just, it's such a such a quaint act. Um, where was I? Uh, the Rangers carried triangular morphers in their Ranger color, and when the morphing call was made in a typically polite and quiet, quiet Canadian way, they would press uh, a button, and parts of the morpher would spring out to form a maple leaf shape. Uh, the morphing sequence itself was set in front of a waving Canadian flag, which most Canadians considered excessive. Uh, the morphing call itself was a resoundingly quiet, go Hoosiers, eh? That would be a good morph, <laughs> a good morph call. The Rangers themselves, typical Canadian teens with polite attitudes and a uh, sorry, always ready on their lips, were based out of a hockey locker room themed command center below a Tim Hortons, where their mentor, <laughs> a former world champion hockey goalie who was transformed into a beaver by Uncle Jam, teaches them to be superheroes, <laughs> but not like the American ones, not all flashy and rude. <laughs> Over the series, the Rangers gained a six ranger, a Mountie-themed Jacques, who had been frozen in the maple syrup for a few <laughs> months last winter. Uh, they battled various monsters meant to evoke different ideas of American excess. The Justin XB had a small arc at the end of the series where his American ex-girlfriend, Supermina Gomez... <laughs> Supermina... <laughs> Uh, blatantly meant to be Selena Gomez, right down to being a pop idol and having a kiddie TV show history, showed up and tried to get him to come back to America and lose the rest of his Canadian manners. The Rangers were on hand and won him over with the power of their plight, uh, positivity and Canadian values. The Justin, I like that his name is The Justin, uh, revealed that his own morpher became the seventh Ranger in a final showdown against Uncle Jam. Ironically, the seventh Ranger's costume is based on Nathan Fillion's Firefly character, and had nearly as much appeal with the most furious American audience as it did with the Canadian audience. That's his 
Malcolm Reynolds outfit. Yeah. Um, though, I mean, like, technically, like, Malcolm Reynolds is from Shadow, so, like, he's not, like, Canadian, like, just the actors, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> together, the Seven Hoosers, uh, I say it different every time, uh, beat Uncle Jam and Supermina and turned them over to the proper Mounties to be deported, but not before the Red, Ra- the Red Hockey Ranger gave them both a gallon of maple syrup and an apology for beating them so thoroughly. <laughs> oh, you're really sorry about sorry, that. Sorry about that. Here's... Just some maple syrup on the host. Um, all in all, it was an odd addition to the series, and most people are happy to forget about it outside of a few diehard fans who are furious that they were not included in the legendary war. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, they didn't show up in the Sentai footage either. The show just did not do well. What have you guys done to me? I need to go lay down. We are famous for doing this to each other, so I'm glad we dragged oh, someone else down with us. I, I'm i still thinking about Zordon making the first machine empire guy. Uh, thank you very much, Matt. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a fun time. I had a literal tear uh, in my eye. From uh, basically from Super Mina, that that was the final straw. I mean, not just juggling. If you guys have any other uh, wacky stuff like that you want to send to us, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we love that. We eat that stuff up. Um, also, I feel like now is a good time to get a jump on the zine. June fifteenth is the Yellow Ranger cutoff. The Pink Ranger zine will be out the last day of April. By the last day of April. Yeah. Without any further ado, let's talk it's about... It's Morphin Time! No, we did that, Josh. Oh. We did it already. I know it seems so long. We were stuck in, <laughs> we were stuck in Canadian Sentai land for oh, so good. long. Well, at least we don't have to watch this episode again, then. No, hallelujah. We start off with Pyramidus being chased by uh, spaceships. They're not cogfighters. They're just spaceships of some sort. And then, here's the thing about this shot that's real fun. It's eight minutes long, and it's just Pyramidus slowly fading into the distance. He does fly down by Earth for a sec. Yeah, he comes down, but then, like, he as he's leaving, we just hold on the sky with him, like, flying away for a very long time. Yep. Like, a maybe too long time. We cut into the people who are chasing him, and it's more Cyraxes. Yeah, apparently that is a race of people? Bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. It's a race are, of bounty that hunters. That are also robots, because Zordon says they were programmed. Yes. Um. Also, they're called the the... The Borats. The, I call them Fayrock, but I think it's Varrock? Varrock? Barrock? Barack Obama. Borats. No, they're the Borats. They're the Borats. <laughs> they're bad at their job. Yeah, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, also, I don't think they ever come back. I think, where do these suits come from? I don't know. Is it in Japanese footage? I No. None what, of it was, right? None of it was Sentai footage. And and I was thinking, I was like, was, was Cyrax... Last episode, was he in Sentai Also, I, I he was not. I didn't see him so much as Cyrax last time, but that dude is definitely Cyrax. I saw it big time yeah, this time. Right? <laughs> it, um, I was just hung up on him being a predator last time, I guess. A little bit of both. He's Cyrax yeah. the predator. So then we cut down to a picnic. Uh, it's time for Tandem Watch. Tanya and Adam are teaching yoga or karate. Karate. Katas to like little kids together. They're the only two people. They're the only two rangers at this picnic. Yep. It's adorable. And they're doing a thing together. Together. Yeah. These kids. I'm going to do it. I ship it so hard. I promised myself I would never ship again after Trilly. But <laughs> you were a fool. I was a fool. I was a dumb, dumb fool. You're going to ship every season. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm sure of it. If for no other reason than to do the... <laughs> I have a reason to keep doing that. Uh, Rito and Goldar are there, and they are... Spying, Hide, they're hiding by the bush. Yeah, and they're like watching families just have picnic time together, and they're like, "Why don't we have a family?" Yeah, Rito's like, "I love families. 
you think our family misses us? And Golder's like, what makes you think we even have a family? Yeah, he's like, look at us, we're freaks. Like, what? Are you? <laughs> and Golder's it's like, real well, sad. It is real sad. They're like, Rito's like, we gotta belong to someone, right? Like, someone's gotta be ours. <laughs> Everybody has a family, don't they? He's just like, oh, buddy. I mean, by definition, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor guys. I don't want to get too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, too so, deep. Too deep. Not too deep with Grace Helping. We, we cut back over to Tanya and Adam doing uh, doing yoga, katas, tai chi, maybe? I don't Heck if I know. The heck if I know. It's like martial arts yoga, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, and the like, pyramid is like almost hits their heads. They don't, they don't move even a little bit. Well, the kids like duck a little bit, but the rangers are like, we ain't scared. <laughs> Tanya <laughs> yells, that's the gold ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, right? Because like anyone could, right? Anyone could do that. But her follow up is like, he needs help, <laughs> and like looks around. And then, then do they leave? Yes, <laughs> and also like gold flakes are raining down on them because Pyramides got hit. We kind of I like that touch. I do. Like he I, he did get blasted, and like there's battle damage on the ground. Yeah, and I like that. I like that. Uh, but like these kids are rich now. A bunch of gold just flew in them. Congratulations, kids. You can pay for college. Save it. Save your money. Yeah, put it in the bank. 2008 is going to be real rough, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> then we got to the moon, and Clank is, I said yells at Mondo. I I definitely wrote, it says Clank yells Mondo. No, he tells Mondo. <laughs> he would not yell at Mondo. He tells Mondo about what we just saw, and he says the, the Borats are coming for him. Because he, like, zips down hyperspace or a wormhole or something. Does he? I thought he just walks from off screen. No, not not Clank, Pyramidus. Oh yes. Uh, so I think Clank came in and said like, "Oh, he's in our galaxy." Maybe he said they're in our galaxy. So they're talking about the Borats. Maybe because I know the next thing well, Mondo says. I think he says, "I you know I found the Gold Ranger. He's flying right into our galaxy." And Mondo's right. like, "Great, we'll just kill him. It'll be yeah. awesome." And he's like, "Well, the Borats are after him." And he's like, "We don't. They're not on my payroll this week. <laughs> like, what are they doing?" And he's like, "I don't know. They're chasing Gold Ranger." And and even Mondo's like they're gonna die. Like right, right. they're they, no match for the yeah. gold power. Fifty fifty. We'll talk about it as it as it comes up. I'm blaming this a lot on the Gold Ranger, and I <laughs> again we'll get there. The Borats are like doing damage to him because we we they like shoot through space, and uh, he gets blasted a real good time. He starts like spinning and crashes into an ocean, which I was like, oh, this is purple. This can't be Earth. And it's not. It's Aquatar. Yeah. He made it all the way to Aquatar? Hyperspace, man. I guess. Just like Star Wars. There, it's a whole galaxy, but there's like six planets. Right. So, and 15 people. There's six real cool planets. If it, well, there's like a million people. Right. Every person you've seen in Star Wars has a name. That, that is My true. favorite is Pondababa. <laughs> He's in the cantina in the first movie. He's the guy who has testicles on his chin. Oh. Yeah. I don't like the guy. I just love the name Pondababa. Right. <laughs> Pondababa. <laughs> and the elephant is Max Rebo, and that's it. It's all my Star Wars. <laughs> it's all my extra Star Wars knowledge. It's gone now. So he, like, <laughs> like he crashes to the bottom of the ocean. Pyramid's, like, flips upside down and just sinks to the bottom. And the Borats are there on the edge of... They're not even in the atmosphere of Aquatar, and they're like... Did it. Good. Yeah. One of them just, he fell in the ocean. And then what I'm presuming is the leader says, we killed him. No follow-up no follow questions. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. And they leave. And, and they that's leave. the end of the Borats. And I, if we ever see them again, I will be surprised. Me too. I will be very surprised. So then we cut back to 
the command center. Adam, like, comes in. I don't know from where, because Tanya's already here, and they were together. So maybe he, like, had, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. He I'll distracted right the kids. Well, Tanya ran away. Because Tanya was not about being discreet right now. Ever. Like, she's definitely <laughs> not her deal. Like, she's just, like, not into being quiet well, she about was, stuff. Was she told to keep her identity secret? Did they tell her that when they gave her the power? I can't remember. Listeners, if you remember, please let us know. But I don't think so. I don't think so either. She might not know that's a rule. That's very possible. She's already in there with Billy. Adam comes in and he's like, we got to track him. Do we find him? And he's like, and Billy's like, yeah, he's in the blue, blue ocean in on Aquatar. And then there's like a little pyramid on a map, a little like pyramidus thing. And it just like fades out. And they're like, oh, does that mean he's dead? What happened? No, he can't be dead. He can't be. He's the gold ranger. Right. We're um, all now worse because he exists. We need him to bail yeah. us out. He can't be dead. Oh, woofa doofa. That is not <laughs> not my favorite. So then Zordon is like, yes, he was hunted there by the Borats. They are a, a race of bounty hunters programmed to keep going until they complete their mission. Except they didn't get proof that they completed their mission. Until they think they completed and, their mission. Until they are satisfied with right. their performance. <laughs> then we cut to the Lieutenant Stone Detective Agency. Where Bulk and Skull are on the phone with Lieutenant Stone, and they're like, yeah, no, we're just uh, going over paperwork. Uh, you point yeah. out that they are in the detective office dressed as punkers? I was about to say that, yeah. Okay. They are They are dressed as, they're in their, like, full-on season one punk gear, which I kind of love, but am also very confused by. I, I do like it, but, like, why sudden, there's no reason for them to be dressed like this. No. Like, even later in the episode, as they're doing their thing... They could still be dressed like detectives. There's no reason for them to be punk. Yeah, because they're at the detective agency, so presumably they were at work. Yeah. But. Because they don't go to school anymore. Well, None they, of these kids go to school anymore. They do sometimes. I mean, well, the Rangers still do. We've seen them at school. Recently? I mean, this season I know we have, but I don't remember the last time they were at school. Recent enough? <laughs> I'll get back like to you. Like the Phantom of the Opera episode? No, because the, the, the Monster Mash episode was after that. And that was at school. Okay. That was at school. All right, so it's not as far back as uh, I remember. Yeah, and they had a rivalry with baseball, Sean. I don't think they ever went to the school during that episode. I don't though. think that was during school um, hours. No. <laughs> no. But, yeah, but they're, like, still presumably in school. And I think Bulk and Skull also are in school, but, like, a lot less because I just, feel like they're on work study or it's something. It's just so different because, like, in season one, all of the not fighting stuff was, like, at school. Yeah. Because they were, like, active students and they did a lot of stuff i yeah. guess now they've just been like oh we're power rangers we have a whole other right. stuff we to have do. way too much to worry about yeah rito and goldar burst in with a big old trash bag and they upended on skull's desk and skull's like you're making a mess what are you doing <laughs> and he's like we're paying paying you yeah this is our first payment we need you to find our moms <laughs> yeah, we're hiring you to find our parents and the bulk and skull are like oh i guess so i mean bulk picks up like a giant fish skeleton. It's yeah. like the head and then the skeleton. You know what it is. It's like a cartoon That's thing. a cartoon, but it's real. And Skull has or like a rubber ducky, but Bulk looks satisfied with this payment. Like, he does not look like he's being sarcastic or grossed out. He's like, yeah, we're on the case. We're on the case. I think he's just so bored because he said we haven't had a case in weeks. So yeah. I think he's just like, the last case they had was like, where are the trees? <laughs> Where'd the trees go? Oh, they didn't move. They didn't. <laughs> we found the trees. That'll be $1,100. For our detecting. <laughs> we cut to Aquatar and the Alien Rangers are there and they are helping the Gold Ranger. 
Yeah, Sestro, is that the blue one? Yes, it's Sestro he, and Delphine. The other rangers are not there. Well, Sestro brings the gold ranger in, and then Delphine yeah. comes in afterwards. They're on, They're in, like, a room. It's just a room. I it's, guess Hecotar is, like, an ocean in a room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then they're, like... You have to, he's like, oh, my powers, I can't hold on to him. And we're like, oh, we're finally going to learn who the Gold Ranger is. We, by the way, we've already eliminated this not Billy. Hold on. I saw that look. Hold on. <laughs> we've already eliminated that it's, it is not Billy, which is crazy because the end of last episode is them going like, dude, it's Billy. Yeah, in this episode, there is just no hints. No. There's no mystique about Billy. It's just, oh, I found the Gold Ranger. He's not here. Yeah, because like, like, cause like the first time we see Billy, he's like, the Gold Ranger just crash landed on Aquatar. So like, you know that it's not him. Like, yeah, right now, while I'm here. Shook and Shell, you're the worst. Get your lives together. Just watch the last one episode. Right? Come on. <laughs> Every time they show up, it's just like, I'm going to write what I want to write, which is why Bulk and Skull are back in punk oh outfits. Oh my god, that's probably right. Just because they're like, ooh, remember when they were punks? Let's do that. Kids love that. I don't like this Shook and Shell connection. I do not like it either. Not a fan. Do you guys want to know who the Gold Ranger is? It's nobody we know. Here, here, I'll tell you who it is. You ready? <laughs> That's who the Gold Ranger That's is. That's the Gold Ranger. That, that wasn't even a good fart noise. That's that, who the Gold Ranger is. That in triplicate is the Gold Ranger. <laughs> he does this weird wiggle thing where like there's a blue and a red and a green shadow that are bouncing around before they pull back together. And he's like, oh, yeah, no. Uh. <laughs> And then my note literally just says fart sound. We were we were on the same page the whole time. Uh, come back to the power chamber. Tommy, Billy, and... No, nope. Tommy, Kim... No, 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 no! <laughs> Shut it down. We'll see you guys next time. We got broke. This is the water temple of Power Rangers. <sighs> Tommy, Cat, and Rocky come in. And they're... Uh, what was Cat wearing? And that's what the detective work I had to do because it says awake pink button up, and I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I did not sign up for some anime title of a note. I don't know what happened. Um, so she's wearing a pink button up shirt over a different pink tank top or t shirt. That there yeah. is a different color pink, and I, this is the first time I've realized that like, man, she probably has just like a lot of different colors of pink just because she's like, it's all I can wear. I better right. mix it up wherever I can. And she got khaki shorts on and like hiking boots, but I don't know if we see those yet. Um, I don't think so, but yeah, they're they're there. Then the alien rangers call the Power Rangers. And yeah, because the Gold Ranger, we haven't got his name yet. We haven't got his name. I gave it to you, but we haven't officially. Uh, got I don't it. think you did. I think you. No, said I did. It's bad fart noise. Oh, oh, you're, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad. not gonna do it again because I can't make that same noise twice. But he says, "I need to talk to Zordon," and then so they call Zordon, and then they're like, "Oh, Delphine, Sestro, how's it going? What's up? If it, this is about the Gold Ranger, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, how?" Good call. And they're like, oh, Billy tracked him. Yeah, whatever. And they're like, here he is, Trey, Prince of Triforia. Oh. <laughs> Josh, why did we even come? Uh, I don't know. She doesn't even say Triforia. She says, like, Triforia. Something like that. And she's like... Uh, also, Delphine got her twitching under control for this cameo appearance. Right. So good on that. Now, she does one at she the very one. end. She does one. She sneaks one in at the end. She's but- like, oop. Yeah, but that's For the rest it. of the time, she's okay. Cut up to the moon. Mondo also knows that Trey <laughs> is on the planet Aquatar because he intercepted their transmission because they don't have encryptors. It's just listening all the time. I mean, I guess they just leave the channel open for anyone who wants to listen. So, like... Man, Lieutenant Stone should tap into that. I, oh, that'd be a good episode. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention this earlier. Mondo... Or the, the Borats are like, we're going to get the Gold Ranger power, and if we can't get it, no one can. We're going to destroy him. 
And Mondo is like, they couldn't handle the Gold Ranger power. Hey, this is my idea for a season. The bad guys get the Power Ranger powers of any kind. However that right. works out, that's the, that's the bad guys. They have Power Ranger powers, so the good guys need to find different Power Ranger powers. I don't know how that would work. I don't know how it would go. Also, it's copywritten to me. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> so how cool would that be, though? That would be very cool. That would be very cool. They're like, all right, we're going to need to teleport trade Earth. The Power Rangers don't know that Mondo knows, by the way, obviously. Um, so they're like, all right, Pyramidus is sunk. Pyramidus has no power, and he can't. Like, and, and Mondo knows that he's there. I guess they said, like, the Borats will be back if you, they find him or something. Delphine's basically like, we have to teleport him to Earth. That's the only way. Right. Oh, you know what it is? The way Triforians, li- like, their molecular structure does bad on Aquatar. Yeah. He <laughs> the genetic code of Trey from Triforia is incompatible with the planet of Aquatar. Yeah. Is the way that I understood I it. I think, yeah, that's, that's what she said, uh, essentially. So we have to teleport him to Earth right yeah. away. So they're like, all right, we're going to teleport him to Earth. Mondo's like, all right, get it ready. Put up a shield. It'll be real funny. They'll try to teleport into the command center. Splat. Yeah. Dead, <laughs> dead like bug a bug tray. on a windshield. And I've never wanted the bad guys to win more in my life. <laughs> but the Power Rangers find out about this shield because there's something wrong or whatever. Yeah, well, they teleport Trey. He's in, like, very slowly. He's in, like, a Bill and Ted phone booth, and they zap him down to Earth. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's going to take, because it's galaxies away, so it's going to take a few minutes. Right. Um, and then the shield goes up while he's teleporting, so Billy's like, crap, it's a one-way King Mondo shield. Nothing can come in. Yeah, if, if, if we don't get it down... He's dead. Yeah, he's gonna he's he gonna will be impact destroyed. the shield yeah. and be destroyed. He will be destroyed. Then we come back to Bulk and Skull. What a weird place to cut this tension. And they're getting onto their motorcycle and they're like, where, where are we gonna look to find Golar and Rito's parents? And yeah, like we don't even know where they're from. And to their to their credit though, they go looking, and yeah. I believe that they looked. Yeah, Bulk's like, I will just cruise around town, see if we can find anything. See if anyone knows anything. Yeah. So like. I like this Balkan skull. I don't know what they were looking for, because I don't think they went up to anybody and be like, hey, we have a big gold monkey wolf and a, a skeleton a man. bulky skeleton. <laughs> uh, do you know who their parents yours? could be? Do you own that guy? <laughs> Is he your... Did you? No? Nobody's? Ah, well. You mean like an action figure? Or? No, no, like a real person. Like no, a, like they're a, alive. Like a monster that would scare they're, you. They live in our garage, sometimes in the broom closet of our work office. That are... <laughs> Boss, who hates monsters, works at, but he doesn't do any cleaning, so, like, he never goes in there. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, cut back to the Power Rangers. They are going to reroute Trey to Angel Cove. Yeah, there's, like, they're like, all right, Billy, you can't get the shield down because it's, like, real complicated, I suppose. So you're going to have to reroute the the warp to a safe place. And I'm like, how about just right outside like, the like command center? Directly outside. Like that flat bit of desert where the first putty fight took place yeah, would be a good know, spot. Like. The side of the building, maybe BOTD, there's a bubble. Why not right outside that bubble? Because right. obviously, you know, the shield's there. You can figure out how far it goes, right? Like, yeah. No, they're going to... Re- we get a visual on the shield, and it's literally form-fitting to the command center. Yeah. So, like, put it on next to it. Like, come Just on. Just like, boop, there he is. There he but is. no, they drop him in the ocean in Angel yeah. Cove. Angel Cove, is that a, a landmark or another town? It's like Cape Cod. Which well, is- no, that's a town. Cape, Cape Cod is, is a, a town. Is a, Cape Cod is a town. It is also a cape. <laughs> yes. I, so I'm assuming Angel Cove is like this one particular cove in Angel Grove. Probably. Right, which is why they gave it a little cute name because it rhymed. Uh, so Rangers teleport down, and I was like, wouldn't they just splat going out? But I guess it's a one-way. It's one-way. Billy does say it's a one-way. Nothing can get in. He's 
specifically says nothing can get in. Okay. He never says no one can get out. Good, because they would have just killed themselves for no reason. Yep. For Trey. <laughs> uh, so they teleport there, and they see Trey land in the water. They run in. They dive into the water. They can't find him. And then they also lose Tommy. Yeah, Tommy disappears. Like, And for a minute... There's like a little bit of drama, but you figure it out like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Right. You like, kinda... I know why Tommy disappeared. Yeah. But they're like, Tommy, Tommy. And Kat's like, keep looking. Never stop looking. And Adam is like, Johnny Young Bosch is real into this. He's a good he's actor. He's splashing around in the water. Yeah. He's like, where are they? We got to find it. Like, he's he's worried. He's panicked a yeah. little bit. It's, it's real good. Tanya... Is not in the water? <laughs> well, I think she is, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Just keep in mind that, like, we're pretty sure she did get in the water. Yeah. Keep it in your pocket. Then we see this fist come up with the Gold Ranger staff, and Trey pops out of the water, unconscious, and Tommy pops up holding him. It is the most show-offy thing also, how is his hand up if he's also unconscious? Tommy propped it up because he was like, look, this is going to look so cool They're when gonna I come out. They're going to be super impressed with me. <laughs> I'm Tommy Oliver. Tommy Oliver. So then they get Trey onto the land and they like get a little water out of his lungs or whatever. And he splits into three people. <sighs> there is the Trey of... It took everything I have in me to not make another fart noise just now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to do... I've, it's gonna take that much again in a second. <laughs> oh, you just let it go in a second because it's the dumbest thing. They they each represent a different aspect. Every Triforian has three parts, and they can come together and they can split, and they each represent a different aspect of character or whatever. And they were they were two thirds of the way to me being okay with it. He specifically says. Three distinct personalities. And I want you to keep that in mind yes. when every tray acts the damn same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's the tray of courage. Okay. The tray of wisdom. Oh. And you would assume the tray of power. Yes. Wrong. The oh. tray of heart. <laughs> the tray of farts. That's more <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Everyone, open question, open forum. Anyone who want to raise your hand, just let me know what the f*** the difference <laughs> between courage and heart is. I, I would know. love to know. Heart is more like caring and courage is bravery, right? That's That does not come across. Heart is like nurturing and... It should have been the Trey who wants to fight, the Trey who wants to think about it, and the Trey who will do what needs to be done. Yeah. That's it. Dead. Nah. Instead, we got fart, I guess, fart, fart. I guess courage, wisdom, and power is trademarked to Nintendo. Strength? Because so, <laughs> it's strength? Or just like three other things. Or, or, hey, how about this? Cut this whole crappy part. Cut this whole thing out. Yeah, cut Trey out. Some, Get rid of some Trey. production dudes like triplet nephews wanted to be on Power right. Rangers. So they shoehorned Trey from Triforia. Garbage. In. And I hate him so much. And he's only actually here for one episode before they do a cool thing. Because a cool thing happens next episode, I guys. think he's like vaguely around. He'll here come and back there. a couple times. Yeah, he might just be like reoccurring, but like he's not He's not the Gold he, Ranger. He's not the Gold Ranger. You know what would have been cool? And we'll have to talk about it next time. So I'll have to write a note specifically so that I remember to talk about it. Because I can't now or else it will spoil who the Gold Ranger is. Right. All right. So, and I mean, you guys probably already know, but just in case. But not everybody does. Not everybody knows. Zio is not like, you know, the OG Power Rangers. Yeah, it's an old school Power Rangers. That's the sound people make when they talk about how only the old school Power Rangers was the best. 
Look, we watched Green Medieval Part 1 for more of a commentary the other day, and it was very fun. And I like, we watched the reversion, so it was kind of weird too. But, <laughs> but like, I, and I missed them. I was like, oh, I miss these guys. But you know what else I love? Like, the stories being real tight. Yeah. Like, I missed, I, like, I love the thing that Zio does where, like, most episodes are real good. One big old misstep, and his name is Trey of Triforia. That's the 3% we were talking yeah, about. That's it. It's <laughs> now you guys good. understand why it's three, and that's a joke. Yeah. 97% good, 3% Trey. <laughs> They're so heavy with the three stuff. Yeah. Trey, Triforia. Yeah, like, so. It's like. So basically, Trey Force Heroes tells the Rangers that he, he he can't use his power while he is split, and he can't become one because he was so beat up and then on Aquatar for a minute. Right. Right. So he, I think he says he needs to transfer the power as soon as possible, and Tommy's like, oh, we got just a guy, don't and we? just a guy. And I was like, who? I was hoping, like, he's like, I could do it. I'll take the powers. Hold, hold on to that. <laughs> hold on to that for the end of this episode. Okay. Okay? So... Yeah, he's like, I know, just the guy. And I was like, who? Because I forgot that Billy man, was an Man, they could have done it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, let's, let's continue. Okay, so we cut back to the to, to Billy in the command center, power chamber, whatever you want to call it. And the shields are still up. My notes say the sheiks are still up, but that's not true. <laughs> Sheiky baby is down for the count. The shield, however, is still up. And he's like, I got to get this down so we can get him here. Um, the rangers are attacked by cogs. They, have Cogs spoken before? Um, I'm, yes. I'm sure they have. A couple times. Not, I think this is the most they've talked. Because he's literally like, you need to give us the gold ranger or we will defeat you. And then he gorilla pounds Jeff. Yeah. So they like duck into a cave and they're like, all right, stay here. And they morph and they, they're like, we'll distract the, because there's cog fighters there shooting at him. Right. They're like, we'll distract the cog fighters and the cogs jump down. There's a whole mess. They told him to stay in the cave. So he came out he of He comes the out of the cave because he sucks. <laughs> Can't listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> they're like whenever they have like their like cousins on their cousins stay in the cave yeah they're children just be as good as a child Trey. <laughs> that's all i'm asking anyway so mondo comes down and surrounds the trays and is like give me your power i'm gonna take your power give it to me and he's like no never and he's like that would one of them's like that would not be wise that was the tray of wisdom. Got to get your stuff in, brother, I guess. Also, they all have, like, a little line over their left eye, like a vertical line. Yeah. And I thought, like, maybe it's different colors for each one, but they look the same They're to all me. blue. I thought it was, like, one was on one eye, was on the other eye, one was on both, but no, it's just, uh... And I thought one was, like, blue, one was green, one was pink or red or whatever, They're but no. kind of blue. They're all blue. I think blue. it's just, like, a... Oh, Triforians have, a, have yeah. a line on their eyes. Or, like, that's, like, a... Marking that you put on your like it's a cool thing over there. I don't know. We don't know war their paints, customs. Triforian war paint. I guess, but it's just like super lazy. They don't have time. I guess to to go whole hog. Tray one. No, all all the trays are like grabbed. Cat sees that. Also, I should point out that like Trey is played by actual triplets. I think you said that earlier. Yeah, it's like actually triplets. So at least we don't have to deal with any bad green screen. But doesn't make it any better. And none of them are good at acting. No, they're bad at acting. <laughs> they're very wooden. They're they're not Troy. But they're one letter away. They <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I think we figured out the curse. Also, I just thought of something from way back when the Gold Ranger was being chased and he went into the Machine Empire's galaxy and crash landed on Aquatar. I think that was I think I think what happened was they're like, oh, he's in the galaxy because they, they warp into Earth's atmosphere right. and they leave Earth's atmosphere and then I think that's when Clanks because they're on the moon they're like oh they're in our galaxy now oh okay so they weren't before I think that's what that was because it just seems a little bit like 
Aquatar is in the Machine Empire's galaxy. Maybe they're just like the one rogue planet trying to fight them still. Maybe. Or like... I don't know what the wars and politics of yeah. the Power Rangers universe is. Who knows? So Kat sees that Trey is caught, and she tries to go get him, like help him, and some cogs grab her, and she's like, Tommy, they're, they're getting Trey. And I was like, crap, Tommy's just going to get over there and like knock him over. But no, Tommy also gets caught by cogs. Yeah, he's like, yeah, hang on, buddy. Because <laughs> Kat says... He got caught, and Tommy's like, I know, I'm coming over, I'm coming but, like, over. a cog grabbed him, thank yeah. goodness. So, like, it wasn't damsel in distressy. thank yeah. God. Oh, I, I missed something. At some point, Billy gets his shield down and teleports Trey out of there. Yeah, we just cut back to Billy for a second, and he just smirks. He's like, I got it. Did it. And then he warps Trey out. And then he teleports. And then so the powers are like, good, and then they kill the cogs immediately. Yeah. Tommy, like, like shrugs that cog off and then cuts them all with his yeah. Zeo saber. Um, before that, Trey teleports in, and he's like, Billy... We need to give you the power. So he holds up the thing, has this whole big speech, and it's like lightning. And then we cut away before we see what happens to Tommy killing all of them with his sword. Right. Bondo dips. He's like, I'm out. I'm not. Uh, yeah, he's cool. like, I have kingly duties. I have uh, the things. I have to do king stuff. I'm I out. Have, I have a nap that I have to be taking. <laughs> a royal nap. So then we cut to the moon. Like, we follow him to the moon, essentially. And he says something, and he's like, ah, I can't believe the Gold Ranger got away. And Machine is like, don't worry. Your new robotic technology is here. They say new robotic technology as if that's a brand. Right. Or something that's easy to say. It's not, a, <laughs> it's not how I would call robotics or technology. I just yeah, would not say just new. just like, we got the upgrades, though. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> like, that would be fine. It's just, like, a little too clunky for its own good. Then we cut to Bulk and Skull. They're coming back in to the, the Lieutenant Stone Detective Agency. They sit down. They're like, guys, I'm sorry. We couldn't find anything. We tried, and we had, we got nothing. And then there's a package on the on the desk. Yeah, did Goldar and Rito accept the mail at the office today? I hope so. Because also, they were just hanging out there. Lieutenant Stone could have came back. I'm sure they would have jumped in the broom closet if he would have come back. All right. I mean, I, I'd like to think so. Who knows, though? <laughs> Maybe, been, oh, let's ask a real detective to find our, our He's mom. not in this episode. No, he's on the phone, but not, he's not in the episode. Yeah. So the package is addressed to the agency, which has a real name that I did not understand or hear very well yeah it was uh two was it two bulk and skull care of the lieutenant stone detective agency or was it two rito and gold i think it said like to the detective agency it said to somebody care of the detective agency oh, maybe it did say rito and gold I, I think it was bulk and skull maybe which is just really weird so they, they open it up and it, that is very weird uh they open up the package there's like this little wooden ornate wooden box inside and they open it up, and there's this big flash, and Bogus will pass out. Yeah. And then there's these two portals open. It's uh, Rita and Zed being like, boys, it's time to come home. And it's the first time we've seen them in, like, 30 episodes. Right, and then Rita's like, is that our moms? Goes <laughs> <laughs> like, I think those are our moms. <laughs> but that's it. Then it cuts away. We don't know exactly what happens. Yeah. Like, they don't leave with them. We're not sure what happens. So I don't know if it's a portal or if it's like just a pre-recorded magic message. It, it looked like it was they left a voice message yeah. on this like portal disc thing. Then we cut back to the power chamber. The Rangers teleport in. They're back in the street clothes. They're like, "Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention when Tiny gets out of the water, she's completely dry." Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, with t- for, <laughs> totally skipped over because we got mad about Trey. Again. She has like jeans and like a like a tank top. It's or like, like a yellow a, tank top. Yeah, and her hair. Looks dry. Her her jeans are definitely not wet. Yeah, and her, her shirt's not... Like, Kat's soaked. 
Yeah. Every, so is Tommy, so is, and, so is Adam. Tommy and Adam. And, Rocky and Ro- also looks maybe not soaked, but still wet. But still he's wet. Damp. Yeah. He, he's, he's, <laughs> they like sponged him down. Yeah. But Tanya, they're like, just go out. He's like, ah, oh, you're fine. We got to go. We got to go now. Just go out there. No one will notice. No one's going to be watching this in 21 years, analyzing it. <laughs> it's, just, it's not never going to happen. Just go out there. Well, you've been pranked, Power Rangers Production Office. We got you. They, they're like, Billy. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the team. Billy's like, yeah. Oh, I got some bad news, guys. And they're like, what? He's like, I can't perform. <laughs> I was to a lot of guys. And uh, they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, remember how oh. there was a Zeo explosion? This is so weird. Remember how there was the the explosion? And they're like, yes, we were in the chamber for it. And he's like, well, I got hit with a lot of energy and my molecules got their protons reversed or whatever. Yeah, he says his, his protons got like negatively charged. Yeah. He turned into antimatter, I guess. I guess. <laughs> and it repels the Gold Ranger power. Basically, it's like it, he's a magnet now. Yeah. It's like putting two magnets together, they just repel off of each other. Does he specifically say the Gold Ranger power? I think so, yes. Okay. Tommy should have tried to give him the Red Ranger power in true Tommy fashion and then take the Gold Ranger power for himself. Yeah, because presumably if he was hit with the Zeo explosion, right. then he would have those powers imprinted onto his molecules or whatever. But if it's like, oh, I have the Mighty Morphin powers, that's why, like, that's yeah. stuck on me because I didn't switch over. I don't know. Whatever. The point is he can't be a Power Ranger. So Tommy's like, it's okay, Zordon. I know someone else. And he takes a step forward. And when I was seven, I was convinced that Tommy's going to say, me. Me. And then. I'll be two Power Rangers. I didn't know what they were going to do with the Red Ranger. I had no idea. But I was, I was dead certain that it was going to be Tommy. <laughs> Everyone, every time this has come up amongst anybody that I've talked to about it, they're like, oh, it was obviously going to be the person who it actually is. Right. Except it's not obvious. Except it's not obvious at all, dum-dums. That we don't know who it's going to be. It's totally obvious now that we know who it is. And it's obvious in the episode leading up to the big reveal. Like, you can see his face in the fight. <laughs> but before they reveal that it's him. Right. And like... There's very distinct noises they, yes. that only one person makes. We'll uh, talk about it next time. But up until that exact episode, there's, the biggest hint we have is Tommy stepping forward. Yeah, and he steps forward as if to take the power. Like, Yeah, he's like, I know another guy. And Zoran's like, well, you better go get him. <laughs> and that's where it ends. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. So, Josh, what's the best? At least Billy tried. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the best is Bulk and Skull taking on this case to help their their new monster friends. Yes, I Definitely. agree. I also was gonna say like Billy <laughs> shrug, except like I don't like that because they ruined the idea that it could be Billy. Yeah, or anyone else. They didn't build. The, they built a mystery and then they didn't even trick us with it. They just presented this as if it was a totally new thing. Yeah. Um. The worst is everything to do with Trey. Trey from Triforia, Trey, his entirety, everything surrounding yeah, him is the worst. It's the worst. And who's the MVP? Johnny Young Bosch for acting good? I don't know. <laughs> I'll give it to him. I can't think of anything else that was like, that was the best guy. Maybe Bulk and Skull, just in general. Or like maybe they're actors, because they were also doing some good, like... like right, but if we're giving it to actors, Jason Ivory's going to get it every episode he's in. That's true. That's, so. that, is, that is 100% true. <laughs> But so, I was yeah. really impressed with Johnny Youngbosch and just like how easily he conveyed worry and panic at the same time. Yeah, he's not the best actor, but he's a real good physical actor and he's yeah. really good at conveying things. Like, and he's not—he's not actually—he's not, not bad. He's not bad at acting. No, no. Uh, but he like 
he's very good at getting the emotion across, especially if he can do something physical, like search in water and yeah. you know, stuff like that. He's also very good at, at that stuff. Just like so. pop up, whip your head around, like yeah. just kind of splashing through the water, trying to like move it so you can see better. But right. Also, this this water was murky. It was, it was, it was like murky. Lake Sunshine in Jaffrey, New Hampshire, which we all call Lake Scumshine because of how bad it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the camera goes under the water for a minute. And it's like brown and it's just junky, brown and dirt. It's and stuff. gross. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> even though even the ocean's making a fart noise in this episode. <laughs> Trey landed it. It was clean before. <laughs> oh man, you can see you can see 20, 25 feet down before it. As soon as Trey landed, pff, mud everywhere. Just <laughs> awful. More for greater is our website. So it's heyjakeandjosh.com. That's what the archive is. Season one is up, so that's where you can get those episodes. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the MorphinGrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be wonderful, and we'd really appreciate it, and we love you forever. And finally, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. If you want us to love you double forever, whatever that is, kick a couple bucks our way, and we would super appreciate it. Uh, a dollar or more gets you something. That's all we ask. If everyone gave a dollar, that would, like, be awesome. That would be real great. So please consider doing that. Uh, it helps us out a ton. And also, again, super, super thanks to Matt for uh, for his gener- for upping his donation. Uh, very generous. Thank you so much, Matt. Yeah. But that's going to do it for us for today. I need to stop thinking about Trey just forever. I need to get some food. We, we doubled up today, and it's very late. It's, yes, yeah, 9.30 now. We never <laughs> record this late. I also haven't eaten. I had some slices of chicken. But I had a slice of your chicken. That like deli, deli meat yeah, chicken. Not like, not a, like sl- a chicken. Yeah. Hey, cut me off a slice of that chicken. Uh, let's leave. We're, All <laughs> we're right. doing bad. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time with A Golden Homecoming. Yes. But until then, may, may the power protect you. Get it out. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, I tried to stop it and then ruin everything. Oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> I was too late. Ah, much better. <laughs> <laughs>